Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin, except no suffrage. Hello, 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 dear listeners. Welcome to Akdung Millwall. My name is Nick Hart, and this is the continuing part two coverage of yesterday's magnificent win down there at St Mary's, 2-1 over Southampton. A highly, um, someone would have said highly unlikely victory, maybe, seven days ago, when the Lions were booed off the pitch at home to, to Sheffield Wednesday. Who amongst us would have thought that seven days later we'd be feeling buoyant and um, giddy with success down there at, on the south coast but that's how it worked out yesterday obviously huge managerial changes in the week to say the least um, which we'll come on to very shortly during the course of this show this is um, it's, a, it's a bit of a it's a smorgasbord it's a tapas listeners it's a, a conversation I had yesterday straight after full time with Graham Payne show regular Graham and then I'll fill out the rest of this particular part two edition with some of the voicemails there are quite a few voicemails as you probably would have expected in the wake of that wonderful win down there at uh, at uh, the saints um so we'll have a few voice notes in this show and i dare say we may well have to do a continuation part three um that may be tomorrow now the listeners but anyway we'll see how many we can pack into this edition but first before we get into the meat and drink of today's show i want to mention harvey's den cafe to your dear listeners it's a wonderful place you might want to check out if you're looking for a bit of pre-match grub before the game um it's part obviously of the mill community trust it's located in the lion's center opposite the lion's uh, mill cafe uh, next to the turnstiles and, and club shop on on uh, bolina road john berylson way bolina road um but i want to give a shout out to harvey's den cafe um nice nice looking um, menu i'm just looking at some of their pictures on their Insta account, all day breakfast, £7, grab and grow, grab and grab and go, hot dogs, drinks, cups of tea, coffee, um, Jamaican patty and chips, a fiver, um, it sounds pretty good, it's open on match days, that's the big thing to, to uh, shout out, it's obviously open weekdays, Monday, every day opens up at uh, 10.30 on a weekday, 10.30 till 7, Mondays and Tuesdays, 10, uh, Wednesdays 10.30 till Three o'clock Thursday, Friday the same, a match day, which is where probably where most of us are going to be interested. It's open ten thirty a.m. till two o'clock. Um, check it out; it's a great cause, part of the the Mill Community Trust, which does fantastic work. 
links in obviously with the likes of the Lions Food Hub that we support on this show. And I want to give a big shout out to Harvey's Den Cafe. So give it a check out next time you're at the ground and um, give it a go. Anyway, dear listeners, we're going to move along now into yesterday's conversation that I had with Graham straight after the conclusion of the game uh, full-time 2-1 Millwall. And uh, we're going to take you now to that conversation with Graham. We'll be back after that. Achtung, Mehlball. First up on this week's show, dear listeners, it's the Master of Misery from last week. I brought him back. I never bring Graham on when we've had a most miserable um, <laughs> losing performance. And I thought, Graham, you deserve to come on the show for the first first dibs at the Neil Harris era. Mate, that was one magnificent performance down there at Southampton today. I, I can't find the words at the moment to, to show how, how great that was to see it again. Well, firstly, Nick, thanks for having me on in a more uh, happy, yeah. happy occasion. Happier, <laughs> happier um, you know, vista. Yeah. yeah, after some of the ones I've been on recently. But, yeah, I mean, Absolutely. that performance came right out of the blue, didn't it? I, uh, I, 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 it I did. fully, you know, I know it's his first game back, but I fully expected a, a three or four nil defeat going into it. But, you know, from the word go, I mean, all 11 of them, you know, battled. Uh, something we haven't seen yeah. for a while, I would I would say. Tackles crunching in, Graham. Yeah. I mean, you know, just in the first couple of minutes, I think we set the tone. I think Honeyman got an early booking yeah. for a strong tackle, you know. Um, I mean, Southampton have this reputation being a footballing passing side, but it was really interesting to watch how we took the game to them across the whole game. Um, it was really rattling them. It seemed to that Russell, Russell Martin... I thought he was going to have yeah. a, um, you know, a, a pop a blood vessel on the side that he's doing his nut, just generally doing his nut, wasn't it? Because we got under their skin. And that, yeah. is, that is old school Millwall, Neil Harris performance. You know, yeah. it's yeah. my question. I'm going to come on to the game in a moment, Graham. We, you and me were just talking off air, weren't we? I mean, yeah. and I don't want to sound, um, I don't want to bring a sour taste to, to, to proceedings here, but. Where's that effort? Where's that that Millwall spirit? Where's that um, tackling, vim, everything you want in a Millwall side? Where's it been? I mean, Joe Edwards, yeah, all right, he's trying to play a different type of football, but a bit of that would have not helped him a lot, wouldn't it? In his in his in his tenure. So where's it where's it been? That's my you know throwaway question at the moment. I don't know how you feel. Well, exactly the same, mate. You know, I think the last time. Under him, we played like that was probably the Bristol City game on New Year's Day. You know, they, they battled yeah, that day, but yeah. where's it been? It, it makes you wonder what, it been? what's been going on at the club, really, whether the players just weren't having him. I agree. I mean, what's been going on? And, you know, don't get me wrong, listeners, I'm, I'm, we've just won a magnificent win at Southampton 2 1. Every quality, I think, I don't know if you agree, Graham, but every quality I want to see from a Millwall side. Uh, up against opponents that were highly rated. I was just looking at the league table there on 67 points, set in the, the, the playoff zone. You know, they could probably got an outside shout, shout for the top two. They're a good side, and you could see they were a good side today. But we've taken the game to a Millwall style, old-fashioned Millwall style of, uh, of approach. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm being, if I'm overthinking it a little bit here, Graham, but I do, I do wonder how we put ourselves in this position when the answer was so readily available from the same group of players, you know. It was only seven days since you and yeah. me were speaking on a misery fest last yeah, week. Yeah, it was. And, you know, a few days before that, Ipswich, 4-0, and then 2-0 to, to, to Sheffield. So, anyway, let's, let's not 
dwell on that. It's probably don't do to, to dwell on it. Um, starting eleven down. I mean, it drew a few moans online. That starting eleven, Graham. Yeah. Um, where's where's the talent gone? Um, Sarkic in goal, a back line. I think um, yeah, McNamara on the left, Cooper, Tanganga, man of the match today for me. Yes, dear yeah. listeners, by the way. Uh, Ryan Leonard, very close run thing between him and Leonard. Um, two man defensive midfield, Savile and, and Billy Mick done very well both today. I thought, and then the uh, the you know the forward three, a long one. Fleming and Honeyman and over Fermi up front. Um, I mean, that was as solid a performance as, as I could have wished for, Graham. And um, starting with the back, we we, we we went back to basics, really. I didn't see any playing out from the back. There was a, no. there was a moment where they zoomed in on, on the Martia Sarkic taking a goal kick. I haven't seen that for a while, rather than playing it out to Jake <laughs> to try and do his, do his Grealish turn in the box and pass it back to, to Sarkic. It was, it was refreshing. Yeah, there was none of that, was there? The work, you know, you it was, you know, there was none of that playing out from the back. It was goalkeepers clearing it, and um, there was a few yeah. long balls. But um, the first half, I thought we, I mean, set, you know, first half, I know that I was shocked with the statistics when I saw at half time that they'd had 80% to add yeah. 20. I don't, 80 yeah, 20, yeah, because we did, yeah. you know, there was some movements in the first half, um, and you know. But yeah, they all stood firm, didn't they? And it just had a crunching tackles. The only thing that did worry me early on was that I think Honeyman and Tanganga got booked early. And, you, and I, I yeah, thought to myself, yeah. someone's going to get sent off here today, you know. But well, you know, it was on the on the brink, wasn't it? Really, yeah. because we were we were we were playing old old school Millwall football, which. Um, you know, if, if I don't know about you, listeners out there, I don't know about you, Graham. But I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders just to see that we can still do it because, you know, magnificent away uh, following today. Yeah. You could really, really hear them on TV. I, I didn't, couldn't get down there in the end, listeners. So I was following on TV, and it's magnificent. And you know, to give the crowd a big two thousand seven hundred following, something to get behind, is really that's all it ever required. Um, Anyway, we won't, won't dwell on the past, as they say. <laughs> I'll keep going back <laughs> to the past. Um, <laughs> early goal. I mean, Tanganga, man of the match. But, I mean, I thought we made him the man of the match award with that goal, Graham. I mean, that was a brave, brave header um, from a, a right-sided free kick from Jill Savile. Uh, looping ball. No challenge on it, but Tanganga had the, did have the challenge of the yeah. goalkeeper bearing down with his fists out and um, took a full blow on the head, mm. but got the, the touch to it and it's just trickled in the net. Brave boy. I thought it was magnificent today, Tanganga. It was the first time I've really seen that. I think you could see the improvement even last week. I know it was a poor performance against Sheffield Wednesday, but he did have, I thought he had quite a good game last week. And you know, when you, when you yeah. think about it, Nick, he's, he's played no football. He's come to us. He's played no yeah. football. You know, and there was, I'm not going to know, but people were saying, oh, he'll be playing for Bromley next season. He's, you know, he's he's on the way out. He's, why, why have we brought him in? But you can see there's a player there, you know, and well, today you could see yeah. it. I mean, yeah, I agree. And yeah, I mean, magnificent. I thought it was really strong. I, you know, I, I, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to compare his performance today with some of the greats of the Millwall past. Yeah. Anyway, you could just see quality. I mean, he was strong, and he, he also has a calmness on the ball. He, he doesn't panic, and I think that's that's a mark of a of a top player. So you're right. He hasn't really shown that so far. It hasn't been, you know, it's just coming out of um, a spell of you know not playing regular football, but. It was really the rock around which we we built that um, that performance and and Ryan Leonard actually I want to mention Ryan Leonard because I think he 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 did very well. there was a, a moment where he went down in a tackle and I thought oh god here we go he's back to taking a knock but um, no it was it was a real um, old fashioned Millwall performance and 
you know, they had their moments, Graham. They they they, they had a, an immense amount of possession, that's for sure. But not that many opportunities. A chance headed off the yeah. line, I think, um, early in the in the first half. But um, if we could get a break going, I suppose that's the only criticism. We 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 you need to soak up the pressure and hit them on the break. We didn't quite make the most of our breaks out of defence. Um, but you know, it's it's that's finding real real picky little little faults with, with what was a wonderful wonderful defensive performance. Um, the goal was um, probably one of the few moments where I could maybe have picked up Jake Cooper today. Um, obviously, last week wasn't his finest hour, but this week he was part of a great, great performance. But uh, the goal, 33 minutes, that was that crossing from the not quite the left, it was central left. And the forward got between Cooper and Danny Mack. And, um, I mean, they commented on, on TV that Sarkic could have done better. I'm not sure. It's quite a close-range header. I yeah. think he'd have to been a really, really top side to have got anything on that ground. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I, I thought I'd blank, but, you know, not, I thought Cooper more, you know, more than Sarkic was a fault for the goal, to be honest, you know. Yeah, we got but, beaten for the header by, mm. by not a terribly big attacker, you know. Um, one all. I thought, I thought, to be honest, I thought that was a mag... I was inwardly think well we've had a good half an hour here of, of football yeah. I want to see or spirit perhaps I want to see from Millside and I thought after that we might fold but we didn't and that's another big big plus point because how many times have we seen yeah. this set of players these this squad collapse you know um, and we didn't today so I don't know what magic Neil Harris brings into the into the dressing room I mean obviously he's got charisma and, and Mill personality and all the rest of it but there was no collapse today. Far from it. In fact, we pressed forwards and uh, got won the penalty, which touch of fortune in that you know it was a shot. I think from um, Oberfemi, yeah. I believe, wasn't it from uh, yeah. the edge of the penalty area? Yeah. Struck the Struck defender on the yeah. arm. And we, you know, I, I don't know if it's fortune. I mean, it, it was a handball, but you don't always get those ones. So you know, penalty on forty-two, nicely put away by by um, by Fleming. Again, in off the post, but um, I did. the goalkeeper sent the wrong way. Is that a nice thing? Yeah, I did think for one minute he, he was going to put it past the post. I thought, oh, and then it hit the post and went in. You've got no, no. faith. You've got no faith. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> you, you've, had, I, you've had the faith extracted from you. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom left, in yeah. off the post. Yeah, but a touch of um, heart flutters there, uh, but it did go in. Goalkeeper went the wrong way. Um, cool head, um, and that was it. Half time. I mean, to be leading at half time with this eighty twenty stat, I thought was 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 magnificent. Yeah. Um, I suppose it proves that in football possession isn't everything. Actually, is it? You got you got to do something with it. They they had moments where they were getting forwards and loads and loads of the ball, but they weren't really being that dangerous. I didn't think. Well, as you say, um, I, I can't remember. Obviously, the one off the line, but I can't remember Sarkic having to make a real proper save in that first half, to be honest. You know? No, more in the more, second half. Yeah. A few early shots. It, it, it had to be smart rather than world class. Be, you know, it, it did his job. Um, and so it continued, really, second half with um, Southampton in possession a lot. And, I mean, I've, I've written down a few shots here. There was a, um, some terrific defensive work by Savile and Leonard. Halfway through the second half, um, but I mean, even at that point, um, you know, we weren't, we we weren't con- we weren't controlling the game. But I, I, I would I would say that we were 
looking very, very solid defensively speaking. Again, that's that's come out of nowhere really, Graham, because <laughs> we've looked at sixes and sevens for as large slices of the season under Rowett and under yeah. under Joe yeah. as well. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's not just Joe. We were sixes and sevens under Rowett and all. So, yeah, I don't know where that. Well, yeah. So, what, what, what's the cohesion? I mean, I, I think maybe it was a bit of a... I don't know if you agree, but you've been around Millwall a few years like me, but I think it's it's a bit of a moment when the Millwall crowd starts to really get at you, their own players, because they're not tolerating what you're producing. Because, I mean, last week they actually pulled out the security um, tunnel and it wasn't for the opposition to get off safe. It was, off, it was for our own team. I reckon that shakes you up a little yeah. bit. I don't think that's a very pleasant experience. No. Um, no. You, only, you only get that when you've really, really, really let down the Millwall side. Because actually... I think for all the reputation of our club and our support, we're actually quite a tolerant group, yeah. really. We put, we'll take a lot before it turns, but that was a tipping point last week. So maybe it's come from there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, I think, obviously, Harris has gone in and and credit to him. He's, he's basically pulled them together and said, look, you know, we're going to have to go these games now. They're like the 13 cup finals. And we've all got to be yeah. in it together. We've all got to be playing together, pulling together. You know, we can't forget all what's going on. Just concentrate on these 13 games. And obviously, I mean, there was talk today that today was a free hit and all this, and these were not the game. Yeah, I didn't buy but that. You can't. You yeah. can't. You know, with the results, no. the way they've gone today, we would have been in the bottom three. Well, QPR have won. QPR's won. Um, Sheffield yeah. Wednesday's won. Did Huddersfield get a result? Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday's got Huddersfield a result. Huddersfield won. Yeah. Um, and Stoke, and they, we're still we're one point above the the the, the third spot yeah. still. I think Stoke are in the bottom yeah, three. They are, yeah. Which is, um, you know, that's not going to make them very happy. So no, I, I don't buy this free hit mentality. If you start thinking like that, I think that's where you will sink. So um, from wherever it's come, whatever the past and whatever the the lead into it, Neil Harris has come in and got that dressing room fired up, and they, they produce the goods. And I, I don't think anyone can ask for that for more than that and also i just want to give a shout to to sarkic because he's been a bit maligned and there's always this thing of bart would have had this and bart would have had that but it was a magnificent save late 86 minutes ground was a close range header I, and i thought that was a goal i said goal he got down well for that goal and he, he, he did yeah. get down well and pushed pushed it around didn't he but yeah I, yeah it was a good that was a great save actually yeah you know just when i think if they'd have got that back the two who, who, who to know what might have happened afterwards you know well, they've got a reputation of pressing on late, late, late. They keep the ball going. And once you yeah. get that impetus, then you, you're then going into the added time with uh, the crowd behind you, you know. Um, but I thought, no. And also to see the game out, there was a you know, really, really strong experience by by Jill Savile late when he took the ball into the corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a shot. I mean, that, drawing a free kick. You know, all yeah. the years of experience. I had, I had the ghost of Dennis Wise in my head when I saw him <laughs> fall over and get the free kick and uh, just generally kind of scuffle around over in a corner to take out the time. So, you know, that's that's the, um, that's the that's what's called for and that's what was achieved. A magnificent win. Yeah. Um, and we've mentioned Tanganga. Man of the match. Would you go? Would you agree with that? Man yeah. of the match, Tanganga. Hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you, as you yeah. say, it mentions. I think all the back four really: Danny Mac, uh, Ryan Leonard, and Jake Cooper are all good. And yeah, uh, yeah, like Leonard and, and Mac, uh, Danny Mac. Um, I also want to mention Billy because again, he's another player yeah. that takes a bit of bit of stick. He's Millwall through and through, like us all. 
and he gets a lot. He gets a bit slaughtered for that. It's like Danny Mac does as well. Yeah. Um, because he got to produce higher, higher standards than, than most. Well, today, listeners, he did produce those higher standards. Um, he made a tackle that I, I could hear the roar from the crowd when this tackle was made. He did a fist fist pump yeah. to the uh, to the crowd late in the second half because it was you know a tide turning moment. Um, and I just thought he, he really did well. So I just want to give a shout out to Billy because he, he gets a bit of flack sometimes, um, unjustified, in my opinion. Well, there was plenty, um, of, plenty of flack flying around before the game when he was brought in for Denor as well online, wasn't there? <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, that's right. So. Um, no, brilliant. I mean, we, weeks a long time in politics. I think it's a lifetime in football, isn't it? I mean, seven days ago, you and me were talking <laughs> to each other in miserable, yeah. miserable circumstances. Um, and if you'd have said to me seven days on, we'd have changed the manager, Jettison Joe Edwards, um, and then we'd be talking in the aftermath of a of a, of a really really strong defensive performance, two one at Southampton. I thought you'd taken leave of your senses, Graham. <laughs> You've been on the old um, home, home, the home brew. Home brew, yeah. Knocked up in your bath, I <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I suppose, I, mean, I suppose, you know, just trying to think where it comes from. I mean, force of personality is is one thing. I mean, you know, it's Neil Harris, so there it is. A simple game plan, really. I, I mean, I didn't see any playing out from the back from us today. It, it wasn't overpassing, really. No. Um, you know, at times we were knocking it into no one because we don't have a target man. Mm-hmm. That's going to be one one thing. Well, I mean, Oberfemi came off at half time. He was, he pulled up a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. In the first half, I thought Bradshaw gives you Bradshaw running. It was, a, but that was perhaps the only thing. Direct football with no target man. You know? There was a break in the second half and all where we broke and Bradshaw. He he, had, he just had to play the ball through. I think it might have been Billy Mitchell. I'm not sure. It was a bad ball, you know. Yeah, you know, and you think, well, yeah, you know, if he had a um, someone, no disrespect to Bradshaw, but I, I thought Albert Femi in the first half actually looked looks a bit lively. He was getting little things, you know, and I was hoping, yeah, but again, he's only played one half, hasn't he? But well, well he's done seem one hundred percent. He's had this illness, whatever the cause of that is, I don't know. Um, He's, he, I mean, he's, he just looks. I suppose he's not played a lot, and and he looks a not the kind of bloke I think just carries a little bit of weight if he don't play a lot. You know, he just yeah. looks a little bit sluggish at the, compared with what I would have expected from him. Hopefully, he's all right, and hopefully, he'll be ready for for next week. It's Watford at home next Saturday at the Den because we need another we need another performance like this, Graham. We need to keep <clears> doing this to the end of the season. Yeah, we do. Um, but I just think at home, Nick. I think that. I don't know if them. I think the tactics will have to change slightly, don't you? I don't think we can be. We can't absorb pressure. No, you got to take the game. You got to take, yeah. You? We need. Um, I mean, I just wanted to ask you. Obviously, we we we've we're speaking in the, in the wake of a great and it was a magnificent two-one win today. You were quite critical on on our yeah. WhatsApp group, Graham, of the appointment of Neil Harris. Yeah. Um, and I I understand why because for me. Um, there was an ambition in the Joe Edwards appointment. I mean, whether it would have worked out if he'd remained, it's probably were, we were looking increasingly doomed. But as we've seen today, the contrast between what that squad have produced today with what they've been serving up in the most recent matches is, is really, really striking. And I don't know that Joe was given a fair crack at a whip. And, you know, this, this feels a little bit like... Um, I don't know if it's a cave-in. I don't know if I'm finding the right words here, but there's something a little bit um, unsatisfactory about this. But 
again, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with the win. So I, I don't know. Don't run in circles on that one. Yeah, I mean, I just think with Joe Edwards, unfortunately, his appointment was just at the wrong time of the season. He yeah, needed to yeah. come in in pre-season, you know, not halfway through a season with a squad that was so set in its ways, I think, and another thing. And, I, I mean, I, you know, I sent him messaging as well on, you know, when you did the voicemails the other yeah. day about yeah, Harris. Yeah. Yeah. And I stand by, you know, I stand by what I think. I do think, I'm going to say it again, I do think it's a backward step. If not, not I would have, I would have been quite happy he's coming in just for these 13 games. Then in the summer we have mm. a rethink, but it's not going to, you know. And I know Harris, he had, he was in a proper, you know, he had a um, job at Cambridge, so he's not going to come in for thirteen yeah. games. I understand that, but I know people saying, "Oh, don't worry about." You're right. No, don't worry about next season. Let's get stay up. I get all that, but mm. thinking ahead, I, I do worry about whatever league we're in next season. I'm, uh, you know, with Neil Harris in charge, but. You know, people can shoot me down if they like, but that's that's how I feel, you know? Well, I mean, we've certainly got to survive. Yeah. And whatever the rights and wrongs, and, you know, like, like I've said a few times, you, you can't keep dwelling on, on what what was quite recently that the situation has now changed. And, you know, long may that continue. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's got to be a longer-term plan. Now, whether Neil Harris can be that longer-term plan, I, I don't know. I mean, I think... Um, it's just refreshing for me to see a return of Mill spirit. Graham. Yeah. So, you know, that that's, that, that's a prerequisite, but you know, I think that the thing with the Joe Edwards appointment was it showed an ambition to play a higher level of football. Um, and, and I like that. Um, but I, I take that point about, you know, maybe halfway through a season and then being plunged into a relegation fight. Um, it was never going to work for him, but uh, I think the club, thought, there we are. I think the club thought that they could bring him in. And we, it would be a season, a transitional season where we win a few, lose a few, but we'd yeah. never be in any sort of relegation fight. And unfortunately, it's not worked out that way. And that's precisely where we finished, yeah, yeah. because of a collapse in, in form and morale and, and, and whatever else was behind it. I don't know. But, um, like, I've bit like arguing in a domestic um, row. I keep going over the past. Yeah. So we've got to leave it all behind. We've got to leave the past behind, but then I'll go back to it. <laughs> um, we'll leave it there, uh, Graham. A magnificent win today. Yeah. Um, let's hope it's the start of a, um, a memorable 12-game survival run. Got, uh, next up is, is Watford next Saturday. Um, Graham, big thank you for joining me on Saturday night in, in happier yeah. circumstances tonight, mate. I thought, I've got to have you back after the misery of last week <laughs> in, in this situation. Cheers, Nick. <laughs> nice to be on in a happy occasion. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Achtung, Mehlball. Huge thank you to Graham for joining me last night. It's never easy to speak straight after the event. And um, yeah, I want to say a big thank you to to ground for being available um, especially as every show I've had him on recently has been a misery loss so um, nice to nice to have him in, in, in happier circumstances any road dear listeners we're on now to the the voicemails we're going to run through some of the um, quite a few voicemails as ever listeners if you want to um, submit any or make contribute any content to act unwell I'm always always keen to hear from you Give me a shout on X. We can exchange mobile numbers. Send me a voice note from your mobile phone. It's probably the easiest way to do it. But uh, give me a shout on X and we can um, exchange a message, direct message, I mean. And we can exchange mobile numbers. Don't do it on on the public um, forum. Do it privately. And um, you can send me a voice note. You can also, if you want, send me a voice note via the X direct messages. A lot of people do that. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for contributing. Um, So first up, in this voice note section now, dear listeners, let's have a listen to all the way from Australia. It's going to be Dean Fazich. Have a listen to Dean. G'day, Nick. Dean from Australia here. Uh, managed to get up nice and early this morning to watch a full game and uh, no regrets. Uh, usually when I get up at uh, 2 a.m. to watch Millwall, there's uh, plenty of regrets, but uh, not this one. I was with uh, Neil Fizzler during the week. I was very sceptical of the Neil Harris appointment. I think he is limited in what he can do tactically. But he's probably the type of manager we need for the rest of the season because he can galvanise and be a real leader off the field. He's already uh, called for leadership on the field, and we've seen that in abundance. I thought Tangenga uh, was fantastic. Um, Jay Cooper as well, really led from the front. Uh, looked a different player to what I've seen from him in the last few weeks. Yeah, interesting way to play. Look, with this squad, it's not a bad thing. I know, you know, I really feel for Joey Edwards because you know, he wanted to you know, play a brand of football and this squad isn't built for that. We, we're used to playing uh, without the ball and and uh, with the skills skill set uh, most of these players have got that uh, we certainly work better when uh, they don't have as much ball. We played a very direct brand of football. I think it was Southampton, 80% possession. They didn't really threaten us too much. I mean, there's... Lots of amount of quality in that squad. You can sort of see that. Um, they certainly uh, created some good chances, but I thought we defended quite well. Sarkic, uh, brilliant save towards the end against Armstrong. Uh, it was a good header, and he managed to get a glove to it and, and save us. So, yeah, no, nah, full credit to him. I've probably been a little bit critical of him, especially with the big money we spent. But, uh, yeah, look, hopefully, uh, yeah, we've got uh, three winnable games coming up, but uh, fantastic result. And yeah, uh, I was really disappointed in the Southampton manager, Russell Martin, not shaking hands 
with Sarkic having a uh, winch to the refs. Uh, I'm not too sure what he's complaining about because I, I didn't see anything out there that uh, that was one-sided our way. I mean, generally speaking, we, we don't get much as far as re- um, refereeing decisions go. And I, I didn't think there was anything out there that uh, he could complain about. So it was really disappointing. I yeah I, I can't stand uh, bad sportsmanship. Uh, yeah, uh, shake your hands and and move on. But uh, great win. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come. Um, super Neil Super, keep up the good work, Nick. Thanks. Cheers, Dean. Well done for getting up at two a.m., mate. And I'm just so glad for all of our Australian listeners that we finally managed to put together a performance worth watching. So well done for that, mate. Um, possession, yeah, eighty-one percent. I'm just looking at the BBC website here listeners uh possession was 81 percent to 19 percent that that veers into the same levels that got harris sacked do you remember that game at fulham the infamous last game i don't think i think it was Luton after that where he actually decided he was going to walk but that um the fulham game which was 80 something percent to whatever the remainder was for us um did for neil harris it's just interesting how the same kinds of figures in the same zone there have brought off one of the, the more memorable matches in recent Mill history, um, certainly since he left us. So there we are, that's football. It is indeed a funny game. Um, Russell Martin, Dean, yeah, yeah, um, really weird thing. I thought he was a weird-looking manager because he was doing his nut at the side of the pitch. You know, I don't know if our tactics, which were to um, to spoil, you know, we, we were there to, to be the awkward customers, weren't we? And I thought we played that style very, very well. But that's up to quality sides. And they are a quality side. They've got some good players. Um, whether their passing style is what I'd want to watch to the, to the degree they play it, I don't know. I, I do like it a bit more direct than what I saw from them. But anyway, leave that to one side. Um, I do think that we just didn't fit into his his script for the day. And he's probably watched um, Edwards Ball, uh, Joe Ball recently and seen a team that was a mess and sixes and sevens and thought that's what should turn up yesterday but of course we played um, Mr Awkward and uh, he got what he got but he was he was losing his rag through the game and then to not shake hands with Martia Sarkic who was let's be honest listeners he's an inoffensive boy he's not one of the uh, the Laria um, Millwall players is he um, I just thought it was just poor um, showed himself up there so um, anyway he's getting slaughtered online for it so um that's that's that. So, but well done, Dean. Big thank you to Dean Vazic. Um, we're going to have a listen now to... Um, let's have a listen to Bill Slack. Let's have a listen to Bill. Hello, Nick. Bill Slack. I am so proud of that team today. I'm so proud of Aris. Um, I don't want to say we've got our mill wall back because I think that's a bit muggy, but but that can you ask for anything else from a, a mill wall performance? They had 81% possession. And we beat them. And we beat them through sheer fucking guts, determination, fight, biting, fucking kicking. You name it, we did it to get them three points. Um, it was absolutely incredible. And that's all we want to see out of a Millwall team. It's, it, you know, all this forward progressive football, passing it through the lines and fucking keeping the ball. We We want to see them players run themselves into the fucking ground for that shirt week in, week out. We want to watch a team that look like it matters to them as much as it matters to us. I want to I want to see a team who understand what that club mean to, to people like you and me and thousands of people like us. You know, I, I want them to understand where that club was born from. 
you know, the, the communities that, that, that Millwall Football Club came out of and, and just what it means to us. You know, it just ain't pride in the team. It's, 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 I don't want to get too deep, but it's, it's pride in communities that ain't there anymore. It's, 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 it's pride for people that ain't around anymore. Um, and, and there is nothing more devastating than watching a fucking Millwall team roll over because that ain't what we're about. It, it ain't what my fucking family's about and it, and it ain't what anybody that I know that Millwall's about. And we got that today in absolute bucket loads. And and I'm so proud. I'm so proud they come through. I'm so proud that um, we showed them fucking millionaires, them entitled fucking pricks, because there's so many teams about that are entitled and think that they'll win. There's so many teams about who should be better than us because of the money they spent, because of the size of the clubs. But we we have to be greater than our summer parts. Not not just as a not just as the, the playing staff, but the club, you know, the, the, the fans, you know, if we're not together, this fucking thing don't work. Now's not the time to criticise people or talk about the previous regime or management or anything else. Them players, Neil Harris, take a fucking bow. Absolutely brilliant. Well said, Bill. Well said, mate. I can't really add much to that because I'm very um, in tune with the way you put that. Um, as you say, guts and fight and tough tackling. Spirit, spirit, that's, that, that's what has gone missing for whatever reason. And I'm, I, you know, we, I've touched on it a few times on these shows so far, listeners, so I don't want to really over, overdo that. But everything that Bill has said there, and, and, and just feeling proud of your Millwall team again. I mean, we're not going to win every game. We may, well, we may well get relegated. Let's be really, really realistic. That's The aim is not to, but... Um, at least go down fighting and not with the patsy performances that we saw uh, that were given to us last week and the midweek game versus Ipswich um, because that's, as Bill so, put it so well, that's not Millwall. And it is, the, the, the cliche is that we've got our Millwall back. Well, as, as, as you say, it's a bit of a, you know, it sounds a bit, a, a bit wanky, but, um, you know, there's a, I know what the sense of that is. It's pride in, in having your team back. So a big thank you to Bill. Um, I'm going to move around a little bit on a, on my list here. I'm going to go with um, going to go with Jim Hackett now. Morning, Nick. Jim Hackett here. Um, after the madness of St Mary's yesterday, where Millwall seemed to recover what Millwall was all about. I don't know what went on there because those same players who, who couldn't really do uh, anything and seem to have not a lot of grit in them, suddenly turned up yesterday and uh, I think we can all put it down to the Neil Harris effect and telling them what it actually means to play for the club because that was a totally, not unexpected performance. I think everybody expected the, the players to be working a bit harder yesterday, showing a little bit more fight. But I just thought there was a lot more togetherness in there and and I can't think of a player who had a, a poor game Um the back four, absolutely fantastic. And then finally going back to the back four and uh, getting the ball forward, not fanning around at the back end and just defending as defenders seemed to work really well. I thought all four of them had a good game. And for, for Danny Mack to go onto the left-hand side and play as a left-back, what a what a good game he had. And he didn't look out of place at all. And I do like the fact that he is involved and Lennon's involved. So it's a, I think it's a good... A good thing for us that, that, that that's happened. But Tanganga, 
the first half, he was everywhere. He was like a man possessed and and a lovely friend to score a goal and then start showing some Premier League quality defending. So I think uh, him and Jake looked very solid and good for Jake as well. As for the rest of the game, I think it was a, a game where we looked under pressure a lot of the time but didn't actually concede too many uh, chances for Southampton. I thought the one chance they had towards the end where Sarkic made that fantastic save um, someday a day up or, you know, earlier in the season and even other times recently, you know, would have given that game away and um, we'd have watched that goal go in and thought nothing of it, just had a pop at somebody about, you know, not doing their job. But yesterday, even though Armstrong had the chance for the header, Sarkic did really well and, and even he came out yesterday, you know, looking good and... Uh, if that's what Neil Harris has brought to it, then let's hope we carry it on against Watford next week. I think they're there to be bullied. And yesterday we looked like a bullying team. The two, the first two uh, tackles from Honeyman and Tanganga left a, a good mark on the game, I think. It set the standard and uh, after that everybody was chasing and, and fighting. So if we can play like that against Watford and get that sort of uh, physicality into the game and bully them a bit, then I think we we should be okay there. Slightly ironic yesterday that everybody else around us won, apart from Rotherham, but again, without that win, we'd be in the bottom three and uh, moaning and groaning. So, as it is, a fantastic day yesterday at Millwall, or for Millwall, and uh, onwards and upwards. Come on, you Lions. Cheers, Jim. Yeah, and the Neil Harris effect. I tried to touch on this in my slightly um, amateur hour and fisted way with speaking to Harry earlier on because I'm really struck how um, the difference in approach, the difference in mentality, the difference in spirit of this group of players. Um, now I know there are one or two starting changes, but you know this was not a dramatically different side to the one that we saw last week. I do accept that it's different different tactics and a different emphasis on simple football as against perhaps perhaps a little bit of. Um, over overcooking it under Joe, um, but the contrast, um, the point I'm trying to make, the contrast between last week and this week, can only be uh, come from the the effect of of Neil Harris. And I, I was really struck, and I said to Harry, I'll say it again on this show, the um, the the impact of the personality of or the you know the, the force of personality of the manager is such a crucial thing because. Um, I've just been watching football this afternoon, the, the Chelsea Liverpool game, and you know, leave aside the Liverpool stuff. But when you have a manager like Jurgen Klopp, um, who comes from that personality uh, mould of management, it, it, albeit with better, better players than you know, and, and all, all the caveats that we can put in there, but it, force of personality carries a long, carries you a long way. Look at Neil Warnock, for example, where some fairly basic tactics and just sheer drive and determination begun from the manager um, can produce more than than the uh, the sum total of the parts of the team. If that makes any sense to your listeners, then um, you're a better man than me because I'm not sure I've even twice now. Uh, I've had a go at it twice. I'm not sure I've done a particularly good job of capturing that. But anyway, big thank you, Jim. And we're going to run a couple together now, a few together actually. We're going to be listening now to Chicago Joe um, and... Bobby T, Mr. Cheeky, it is cheeky time, dear listeners. Have a listen to uh, to the two boys. Oh my God, Joe from Chicago! What a day! What a day! What a 
fucking day. Oh my gosh. I would have taken a point on the road any day, but what a performance. 2,700 fans. Just sensational. Tanganga is the best he's ever been. First senior goal. Sensational. God, I hope this team stays up. Get Cooper out of the lineup. God, is he cooked. Either way, Neil Harris is back. Our club is back. Come on, you Lions. Bobby T here, Nick Hart. Well, no one saw that coming. And let's be honest, I told the whole fucking world thought we were going to lose. I told the podcast. I told Lions TV. I told whoever we were going to beat. The whole world thought we were going to lose today. Neil Harris, Sam Neil Harris, where have you fucking been? Should have come back earlier. Now, Joey Edwards, would you have got that result? Who knows? Who fucking cares? That's a real mirror display, mate. Back to the walls, even the subs. Fucking there you go. 2-1 mil. Fucking love it. What are you saying? I'm fucking... Then I see the full-time results. Other teams, QPR, get on my fucking nerves. They won. It's going to be tight down there. So, Neil Harris, welcome back. Bomber. That's the Millwall way. 2-1, back to the walls. Subs were perfect. Millwall performance. Bomber, welcome back. Neil Harris, we fucking love you. But let's not get carried away. Manager bounce. 2-1. You know, everyone thought we'd lose today, and we what happened? Boom! Millwall proper performance. 2 1. QPR hardest for Wednesday, all one. It's going to be a dogfight. We're still in the shit. Next game, Watford. No one likes us, and we don't care. Bobby T signing off. Meh. Oh no, wait, one more, Nick Hart, and the old podcast. No one gave us a prayer today. No one for all the whole podcast. We were going to get hammered. 5-1, 8-0, cricket score. What, Neil Harris are in at all. We didn't want him back in order. Now look, Bomber's back and he's going to keep us up. No one likes us. Bobby T is signing off. No one likes us and I don't fucking care. Bye for now, Nick. Exuberant stuff as ever from Bobby T, Mr Cheeky. Yeah, manager bounce, Bob. That's a good point. Um... Clearly, clearly, sir, words have been said and spirits have been raised by whatever method. I don't know. Uh, these are the mysteries of football management, aren't they? What what can a new manager do with um, <clears throat> a squad that, um, you know, has only got a few days worth of, of contact with? I don't know. This must be the, the, uh, the, the, the nature of the job. If you're good at it, you can do it. If you can't, you ain't going to understand the answer, like they say about jazz, I don't know. I've got wired. I've got myself wired listening to Bobby there, listeners. Um, just going back to Chicago, Joe. Um, yeah, Jake. Jake's declining form is... I mean, I thought he was better yesterday, but he's in a stronger defensive line, four-man defensive line, Joe. Um, I'm hoping that the return of Neil Harris can give us something of the old Jake back. He needs to develop a bit more um, slyness and nous in his game. And he needs to, you know, maybe being around decent players. I really was impressed, as we've said a few times, with Jeff Tanganga. Maybe playing alongside a player like that will help raise um, Jake's Jake's form because he's very much, very much dependent on the man by the side of him. Um, but anyway, big thank you to the two chaps there. Let's have a listen now to Matt Richards. Uh, Nick, Matt Richards here. Um, what a performance. What a result. Just what we needed, wasn't it? Um and thank you, Neil Harris. It's the Harris effect. It really is. Um, okay, so the formation was solid. 
didn't give anything away. Workmanlike, you know, we had, we had battlers in there. It was a proper Millwall team, wasn't it? With Danny, Billy, Sav in there. So he's got that Millwall steel throughout the team. He chose the right team for the right match, really. Um, and just just him being there on the side of the pitch, you know, clapping, you know, shouting, pointing, just geeing up the team. It was, it was like a... Like a conductor, really, of an orchestra type thing. Only a Millwall orchestra. And, okay, so, you know, that's not going to work in every single match. But in matches like this, you know, it will. And it'll make the difference. That kind of 10%, if you like, that will kind of get us over the line. And, uh, well, I mean, the fans are always on his side anyway. But it get the players working hard as well. You know, if, if, if Neil Harris can't motivate you, then then you're dead really you know you, you might as well give up the game because you can see the passion he's got and that passion will be instilled into the, any team he puts out particularly a Millwall team so brilliant you know it's uh, it's just one game um, but this this gives the team the players confidence to you know face the, the, the next matches really um, you know I know well, I know it wasn't. It was nobody could have expected that today. I know it, we got it, brilliant. But that's the sort of thing you need. It's a real kind of positive turning point, and you know the players will be feeling like ten foot tall coming off that pitch. And um, yeah, let's, let's take it on to the uh, Watford game. Brilliant performances throughout. Um, Tanganga, I think rightly probably just picked man of the match, but I thought Ryan and Leonard was superb. And the right back, Danny, as well. The whole defence. Sarkic, I mean, what a brilliant save. What a brilliant save. You know, that was, what was it, still about 10 minutes to go? Anything could have happened then. You know, they would have got their towels up and we could have ended up losing that 3-2. So, brilliant play throughout. Um, you know, yeah, there wasn't much up top um, attack-wise, but it kind of didn't need to be. You know, we were, we were clinical. We took our chances and that's the main thing and you know how many times can you say that this season that we've actually taken our chances so fantastic really pleased for the team really pleased for Neil Harris really pleased for the 2,700 fans that went down to Southampton I bet you had a great journey back and um, come on your lines Big thank you Matt yeah I mean you're right about the Watford game big boost ahead of that game we've got to do it again listeners that's the, the thing that strikes me now that the um, you know the, the the afterglow has 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 faded somewhat from yesterday's win, we've got to now take that same spirit, that same fight um, tactics. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to presume to tell or advise Neil Harris. Uh, I'm not sure he'd take my advice anyway. How to take on the the Watford game next week? But it's 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 effectively twelve cup finals. Interesting with the other results going the way they did. The other teams are starting to fight some. Uh, find some fight now. QPR, Huddersfield, Sheffield. You can write Rotherham off. Uh, so they're quite a way adrift at the bottom of the table. But the others are going to fight two for now. We've got to fight two for now against Watford. I'm not really interested in um, whether we take the game to and play beautiful. How we play Watford, I just want to win it no matter how it's done. Let's keep the pressure on our relegation rivals and come away three points next week. So, um, yeah, confidence is a major, major boost. Um, Harris effect, as Matt's, Matt's put it 
so well there. Big thank you, Matt. We're going to go now to, um, let's go to um, Angelo. Let's have a listen to Angelo. Hi, Nick. Angelo here, mate. Uh, well, fucking didn't expect that, mate. Wow. Did not expect that. Absolutely brilliant to get three points yesterday. And uh, absolutely brilliant to see um, the fans buzzing, the players buzzing. And, you know, I'm still gutted about Edwards, but you can just see that he wasn't motivating these players, mate, because they were up for the fight yesterday. After, what, two days of meeting Neil Harris, the, play, the players? They're up for the fight, mate. And, um, you know, that's all we care about at the moment, isn't it, mate? We've just got to fight for another 12 games and then, uh, fingers crossed, we'll, uh, we'll escape the trapdoor, mate. But um, shame that all the all other tossers won yesterday, apart from Stoke. But anyway, as long as we keep winning our games, that's the most important thing. So... Uh, Bloody brilliant start from Neil Harris. And, and you just saw at the end as well that the players were just, you know, all for, you know, he, he's just completely motivated them. And yeah, listen, wasn't a great game, a, a great watch for Millwall fans, but Harris and his coaching team, Livermore, Barra, even, you know, they'd done, they set the team up to do what we had to do. And uh, we didn't have many chances, but luckily this time, they went in, you know, the Tanganga header went in and uh, we got a penalty. Fucking shit myself when uh, Fleming stepped out to take that. But anyway, great start. Buzzing. Nice nice feeling on a Sunday morning to wake up with three points. And uh, up yours, Russell Martin, you cry little baby tosser of a manager, mate. What a prick that geezer is. Crying all game to the fourth official and then not shaking the players' hands. The middle players' hands. What an absolute cock anyway look forward to a full den next week and uh come on you lions brilliant stuff angel i think you're right 100 about russell martin um a new panto villain is born um he'll get it next time he comes to the den for certain for certain um yeah um motivation's an interesting business isn't it it's clearly um you know i think i said to harry on the uh the part one of this it's going to be a triple header, this this show, dear listeners, this weekend show. Um, but I think I said to Harry how I was interested at the end of the game. Um, Harris was talking really closely with Zian, arm around his shoulders, talking to him at the end of the game. They're deep in conversation. Um, I think Harris spots a kindred spirit in Zian Fleming. And I think he thinks he can harness that talent and develop him into, the, in, in, into a more rounded English player with his Dutch artistry and his heritage but matched with the uh the was the, the morrissey album was it dutch dutch um blood english heart that uh, i might be totally mangling up the analogy there listen but you know what i'm talking about of course you do um so yeah the motivational skills of nil to get that result yesterday magnificent it's got to be done for 12 more games we've got to buy buy ourselves security um, and then who knows what the future looks like. Someone messaged on, on the YouTube channel about long-term plans. At the moment, I'm all about survival in the championship listeners. I'm sure you are too. Um, anyway, good stuff, Angel. I'm going to make the last message now from uh, Rob Abbott. Play out with Rob. And I, I can't resist playing the, um, the Saints coming in uh, band from yesterday because I just like it. So that'll be the close of this part two show. If you haven't heard your voicemail, dear listeners, I've got them. And I'm going to do a third part tomorrow now. I'm not going to do it tonight. I'll do another one tomorrow. Third part of this 
um, in-depth coverage of the return of Neil Harris. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for contributing to the show. Um, I really, really appreciate it. I love love hearing the voice notes, and I enjoy doing this this show particularly. Um, so I'm going to play out now with with Rob Abbott, and then the uh, the, the massed ranks of the uh, the Mill Travelling Support giving their own particular take on that old spiritual number when the Saints go marching in. But uh, part three tomorrow, dear listeners. Thank you for listening. Until tomorrow, Arrivederci Millwall. Bye for now. Hey Nick, how are you? Rob Abbott here from Ireland. Uh, very quick voicemail. Uh, that was absolutely unbelievable. Uh, jealous I wasn't there in the away end. Uh, the noise uh, that they created. Uh, and then the passion shown by the lads on the pitch. Uh, fair play Neil Harris. He got his selection spot on. I know pre-game a lot of people were moaning that certain players weren't picked. But uh, yeah, Harris the man is back. Uh, and long may it continue. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a big test next Saturday, plan at home. Uh, should be some atmosphere, but uh, can he get us playing on the front foot? And can he have a, a style of a, a Millwall, quite direct style, mixed in with some really good uh, football, which is what I'm hoping to see. But uh, hope all is well. Keep up the good work. Uh, but what a display yesterday. Fantastic by all the lads. Uh, Tanganga, best game in the Millwall jersey. Sarkic, world-class save towards the end. Fleming, uh, Fleming was superb, uh, work rate, probably the best ever in a Millwall jersey, but the amount of free kicks he won as well by, by putting his body in the way, etc. So uh, onwards and upwards. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.